0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the latest edition of the Skewed and Reviewed Skewedcast. I'm Gareth Crater, Skewed and Reviewed. You can catch us online at sknr.net, where we have all of your movies, games, television, hardware, entertainment, travel, and pop culture needs. You can also catch us on uh, BJ Shea's Geek Nation on KISWFM, where I have a segment I do weekly, which is up on our page on Fridays. It's also on their page. Uh, every now and then we push it to Monday, just depending on what their broadcast schedule is. The next up is the uh, twelve newspapers in the Pinal P I N A L Central and uh, Keyword Skewed. You can see our game reviews there, and of course Skewed Review the magazine. Most recent issue has got Aliens Fire Team on the cover, and it is available now at Barnes and Noble, Magster, MagCloud, Flipster, and various outlets. Now usually we have Justin, Michael, and uh, Joseph with us, and since we uh, took yesterday off to record for today, the big issue was that yesterday was Easter, and uh, there were also people out celebrating Passover, and everybody had various um, schedule conflicts. Uh, We didn't have any members of the staff that take part in the show taking part in Passover, but, of course, audiences, guests, and stuff like that And so we decided to push it back till Monday to get everybody on a better schedule. And then, of course, life intervened. Michael has his anniversary. He originally planned to do it uh, later in the week because he was going to get some uh, dentistry done. And that got pushed back. So all of a sudden, they're free to go out and celebrate. And Joseph is dealing with one of his sons. is a little under the weather right now. So that does that. So, uh, obviously, we know that the for those that are watching it, the NCAA basketball game is on right now. There's plenty of Major League Baseball. So, Justin and I have decided we're going to mix things up just a little bit today. And we're going to talk about a uh, little bit of uh, present and future in that today was First Contact Day. Now, for those of you that are not aware of this, this is the day that, according to Star Trek... In 2063, humanity will make first contact with the Vulcans and basically set the basis for the Federation and the classic series as we know. Now, as such, it has started to become a day that is celebrated. There are various films, like May the Fourth for Star Wars, uh, is where you get a lot of Star Wars news. We already know the Bad Batch is going to debut on that day, and of course, we have Alien Day, which takes place on 426, which is the designation of the planetoid they set down on, LV-426, a lot of alien news. So what we're going to do is we're going to start off talking about some of the things that came out today for first contact day, and then we're going to speculate on what we may get for alien day. So rather surprisingly, we had a lot of information coming out. We got a look at Star Trek Discovery Season 4. We got a look at Star Trek Lower Decks. We got a look at the animated Catherine, Captain, not Admiral yet Captain Catherine Janeway and Star Trek Prodigy. And then the big teaser that Q would return for season two of Star Trek Picard. Oddly enough, we didn't get anything uh, really gaming and we got nothing on Star Trek Strange New Worlds, which is filming now. What did you think, Justin? Were you surprised by the amount? Just happy, disappointed? Where are you with all this? Um,
1: so, just full disclosure, um, you know, Star Trek has never really been uh, my thing, really. I mean, obviously, you know, I'm, I'm as much of a nerd as anybody, so um, uh, I, I'm obviously aware of, of Star Trek and all the different series and everything, but I am not as into Star Trek as uh, as most you know uh, I'd say as, as most people so um, you know the the news was maybe a little lost on me um, but um, as I understand it it wasn't too surprising you know I, I think the kind of the big headliner thing today was uh, that like you said that Q is um, is in the next season of Picard um, which uh, as I'm kind of understanding from, Quite a few people. It's not actually that surprising. It's kind of actually fairly expected, but you know, it does seem like it's it's one of those things that is uh, generally generating a little bit of hype and excitement. Um, you know, overall, you know, I've been a I've been a fan of like the newer movies. Uh, I know from like uh, a lot of uh, friends of mine who are kind of much more deep into Star Trek. Um, you know, the newer movies aren't quite um, their cup of tea at least compared to, like, the original series and everything. So I am um, I was maybe hoping to see a little bit more about, uh, you know, where they're going to take the franchise. Um, and obviously we didn't get that, and that's, that's fine. That's probably not far enough along to show. Um, so, you know, I, I guess I wouldn't really say it's been a disappointment um, just because uh, I'm not really quite sure what what the expectations that were being set were. Um, but, you know, at least they kind of showed off a few of the new shows. Um, I think that if I'm not mistaken, showed a little bit from lower decks as well, which I think is one of those shows that's, uh, it's being pretty well received. So uh, overall it does seem like it's, um, you know, fairly successful. And then you mentioned alien day, you know what, what my expectations um, were for alien day. And, uh, I'll be completely honest. I don't think I'm expecting much. I mean I, I think uh, I would be just happy seeing more of of the game see a little bit more of the uh, some of the other levels and maybe some of the loadouts and things like that. Um, so we'll have to kind of wait and see i I absolutely do not expect to see anything uh, like movie related. Maybe like the most shocking thing I could think of is potentially um they might do something like um you know an announcement but we're not gonna see anything probably maybe they'll announce something about this like show that's been r- rumored for a long um a long time but um so you know that's sort of what I'm expecting I would be just happy to see more of the game I think that's kind of like the big thing that uh that's kind of driving the alien franchise right now um I would not expect to see much of, of the uh of the video game or of the from the movies.
0: I think it's uh, definitely really wise. I think what you're going to see is um, obviously something new for the game. Uh, I think we may get some information about the book that is coming. That is a prequel to the game. I think that we may get some stuff. I would expect Marvel to be pretty active about talking about some of their plans for the comic series. And I think we might see some new merchandise. Now, Last year, it was pretty restrained. We thought, okay, we're going to see something on the game. We didn't really see that much. And it's it's kind of weird how some years you go in expecting a lot and you don't really get a lot. And some years you get a lot more than you expect. I think at this point, I'm curious about where they are with the TV show. I think, uh, you know, had they begun filming, we probably would have heard something by now unless it's being done in the ultra- top secret category, which is still a possibility, but would I be wrong saying that casting would not be out of the question to maybe hear, hey, this person's going to be in it or this person's going to be in it and, uh, you know, plan accordingly. The other thing I wanted to kick around is that perhaps uh, it might be time that we start to see some of the bigger picture items that we've heard about. You've talked about the rumors of a film. Uh, we've talked about perhaps um, some kind of theme park attractions. There's There was talk about some of them being built overseas. I think merchandise, it's going to be a big thing uh, to really start seeing merchandise come back in. Like, for example, are we going to see, since we've had the rise, we see a lot of this at Toy Fair, of companies making game-related merchandise. We've seen it for The Witcher. We've seen it for Overwatch, so on and so forth. Call of Duty's got their line of products. Will we start to see Aliens Fireteam-related merchandise? Um, That, would, I think, would be a really interesting scenario. So keeping that in mind, let's put a pin in that one, and let's jump even further ahead. Let's go to May 4th. What do you think might be possible for us to see regarding Star Wars?
1: Mm, That's a really tough one. Um,
0: You know, I think the easy things
1: are the stuff we totally would expect to see. So, like, uh, you know, they they showed recently a little bit from this uh, Bad Batch um, show uh, that's going to be coming out. So I think we'll probably see a little bit more of that. Um, Maybe like a Mandalorian season three um
0: which supposedly started filming today Interesting oh,
1: stuff so i wouldn't i mean it's a little soon to see any footage or anything but maybe they'll talk a little bit about it maybe they'll talk a little bit about uh the direction they're gonna go um for mandalorian season three um there's a lot i mean movie wise i mean uh, you know it's been sort of a question mark uh, up up in the air as to what um you know, they're going to be doing for, um, for the movies. So maybe we'll see a little bit about that. I'm, I'm not a hundred percent sure of that, but, um, you know, we're kind of still at the crossroads where, um, we don't exactly know what their plans are, uh, regarding the movies. So maybe they'll kind of surprise us with that or they'll take it a little bit easier, uh, kind of more of a, of a safe approach. It's kind of hard to say.
0: Yeah, and what's interesting about it is, the reason I mention it is that we're already getting some kind of rumors. And of course, let's be honest, this time of year, rumors go crazy. Let's talk about before E3 comes out. We always, oh, we're going to hear about this. We're going to hear about this. I mean, we had um, all these rumors insisting. The next Call of Duty was going to be called Guerrilla Warfare, and it was going to be, you know, set in the Pacific Rim. And now we're hearing, well, actually, it's a World War II game, and it's, uh, you know, done by Sledgehammer. And that announcement could be coming anytime. So you have to take these with a grain of salt. I look at it like this: going, um, you've got Cassie and Andor in production to the point we've had a sizzle reel. Perhaps we'll see a trailer. We've got Obi-Wan Kenobi entering production. Maybe we'll see some behind-the-scenes. Think it's too early for a trailer. Uh, possibly the same thing with Mandalorian Season 3. We might get some kind of sizzle reel. And then one of the things that I've heard a few times, and this this is really interesting to me, is that they think EA is going to announce a big Star Wars game. Uh, the name Jedi uh, Fallen Order 2 uh, has been kicked around a few times. The fact that there might be a sequel to it, that very successful and well-received game, isn't a surprise. But some people have said, you got to look at the whole thing. What was all the headline recently? Ubisoft has got an open-world Star Wars game coming. Speculation is it's coming in the time frame when their EA's exclusiveness runs out. So there is some speculation that ahead of whatever we get from the summer, in terms of E3 online, from the summer game show, from the PAX... Uh, event online that is going to be in July to hopefully a live PAX West in uh, September they need something to oomph and say hey we're not disappearing from the Star Wars universe just because this game is coming and they're going to drop down something pretty large at this point and then of course as you said there's the movies there's the books they've got that whole expanded universe series that they're working on right now The High Republic, and then of course, you've got all the toys and the merchandise. So um, it's interesting because, in many ways, I think it is what is the world going to look like in a few months? And if it is continuing to do better, California is opening up more and more. They've already talked about uh, plans for resuming conventions at a you know, a 35 percent capacity, but they have said, OK, you know, we're going to require masks. We're going to require a proof of vaccination or an on-site test, something like this. The wheels are starting to turn for people to start doing it. Back a year ago, as you remember, it was all hoping and waiting. Now you're starting to see the wheels turning where people are actively starting to plan some things or at least explore the possibilities for late summer and the fall. As such, people going back to work, so on and so forth, there's going to be the discretionary income. And that is going to be really interesting to me, is are the studios going to hold back and say, you know, here's some things to get excited for, but don't worry, they're further down the line. Or are they going to come back and really try to punch home and say, we're back, here you go. And, you know, the trickle-down effects, announce the things, and then when you get to things like Comic-Con's, live show in November where they have that massive, massive main floor where Kenner, uh, excuse me, Hasbro as a child of the day of Kenner Star Wars toys, excuse me where Hasbro has that very large booth with interactive things and those massive displays of things, are they going to start pushing the new products and stuff at shows like this and get the wheels going again which in turn will lead to Toy Fair in 2022. New York Comic Con has already said they're intending to be back in person in the fall Um, you know another place for merchandise so I'm just really fascinated by this, are they going to hold back or are they going to just come out all forward or are they going to tease everything and say you'll see them at the conventions in the fall or next year because Let's not forget, there's D23 Expo and Star Wars Celebration both scheduled for summer of 2022 at this point. So, good things ahead, that's for sure, Justin. So, um, we had news that uh, production has begun on Eli Roth's uh, version of Borderlands. They are currently filming the movie in Hungary. There has been a picture from the set of Eli all masked up with his assistants under a director's uh, hood. With the cameras. And on top of that, there was news that came out today that they've added a new um, person to the cast list. And that is that Edgar Ramirez, who is uh, most notably in scene in Carlos and the Undoing, will be joining the film as uh, the head of the Atlas Corporation. And I don't want to spoil things too much, but Atlas is a big thorn in the first game that gives way to an even bigger threat as the series unfolds so what do you make of this
1: yeah this is really pretty interesting um you know uh i'm i'm hopeful you know i'm i'm always hopeful uh but i'm i'll be honest i'm slightly apprehensive just because um you know i think uh some of the casting choices have been interesting <laughs> to say the least um and, and maybe a little bit different than what i was thinking but you know i i am kind of a notorious I many people who know me kind of a notorious skeptic um you know maybe that might be just part of my natural uh you know setting my my bar low so I, you know i can be pleasantly surprised kind of thing um but uh, you know, I am looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to see what what exactly they're going to um, what they're going to do with this.
0: Yeah, and that is what is really really uh, the big multi million dollar question. What are they going to do with it? Because I know people have had some issues with the casting, but if it is. Entertaining, I think a lot of people will look the other way on that. One of my big things is, um, I, I don't know if it's too early to bring this up, but the rating. Eli Roth is an R-rated film director. The Hostel movies, the um, Grindhouse film a segment that he did, you know, Thanksgiving. Not to say that is, that's where he exclusively hovers, but let's just say Eli has not been a stranger to uh, Blood and Guts. And it will be interesting to see that the Borderlands games are indeed mature rated games. Will they allow them to come out as an R rated film? Or are they going to take them down to PG 13 so they can get as many kids in the audience? What is your take on that?
1: Uh, I definitely think they're going to stick with the PG 13 rating. Um, well, you know, now I think about it, I guess, it, I guess I can see it really going either way because um you know, they could really kind of go for the sort of Deadpool angle and try to get yep. the Deadpool market. I think that would make sense. Uh, they're both kind of, you know, sort of uh, mature comedy kind of um, uh, properties. But um, the risky thing, though, is that Deadpool had a pretty big cult following before Deadpool came out that was really kind of pushing for it to happen. And that that groundwork was really kind of what, you know... Um, led to that movie being successful I, I think um you know borderlands obviously has a pretty big fan base i think it very well could be extremely successful but i i would my guess is that it being a video game movie they're probably going to play it a little safe i I'm, my guess is it's probably going to be pg-13 um uh, but you never know they could they could surprise us um you know it, it definitely would be a bolder move if they went with the r rating
0: Yeah, and that's the thing. You can make an argument either way, but traditionally the box office for video game movies hasn't been massive. I mean, interesting question. You know, what are the R-rated video game adaptations? Silent Hill, the Resident Evil series. um, You know, Uwe Boll has has his, you know, like Alone in the Dark and that sort of thing. Yeah. would be interesting to see what they do. I mean, because traditionally, when the big studios get involved, they're leery about the R rating unless the budget is low. If you, you know, if you've got a movie that's a few million dollars, they're going to let you do whatever you want because it's going to make it back on the cable and pay-per-view and so on and so forth. But you know, when you have a film, I'm just, I'm really curious here. Let me see if they have something up on this yet because I, I am really curious on what the proposed budget for this film is. I'm, I'm guessing you can pretty much say it is going to be at least $100 million because you've got Kevin Hart and you've got all of these uh, celebrities in the film and they don't have it up yet. But uh, I, I would say we're looking at probably you know, 100 to $150 million at least. And another thing that I'm curious about is what are they going to do with the visuals? Are we going to go with CGI in that cell shaded? Or are they going to make it more practical uh, visuals? What do you think about that?
1: Oh, um, my guess is it's probably going to be practical. Uh, so... My guess is that it's supposed to be, um, I mean, it's going to be a live action movie, right? Uh huh. So, my guess is that there might be some, like, some of the CG will be stylized, I guess, a little bit, you know, a little bit like the game is, but, um, you know, eventually, though, I think they're going to probably play it a little safe. Um, because if they kind of go with the cel shaded style, like it, it would look kind of odd if you have like live action people, um, you know, cel shaded. I guess they could maybe do that. There's been some movies that have pulled that off successfully, but uh, I'm my guess is they're gonna play it a little safe. It's probably gonna be bright and vibrant, and kind of like the game in terms of just overall style. But I don't think they're gonna go with the cel shaded look.
0: Yeah, and it, it will be interesting to see how they close they keep to the original game because they are at least from the casting keeping the characters who did appear in the first game in the first game so how close are they going to follow it where um you know essentially you're dumped off and you have to kind of learn the lay of the land and fight various bad guys on the way to uh, finding the vault and uh, going from there, and that will be really, really interesting. There's a lot of great potential out there for this, and I, I really hope they don't uh, uh, have any problems with this because this is a franchise that is definitely there. I'm already patiently waiting for the director's cut to um, come for the Borderlands 3, so we have some new missions soon. Um, I, We know about, you know, we forget that there is also a Fallout series That is in the works as well. So um, we've we've heard about that there's a Division movie coming and uh, Ubisoft has their deal with uh, Amazon. We're going to get some Assassin's Creed content. And I'm hoping that this will set the stage for much better video game movies going forward where the studios have a more direct hand in the creation of content rather than they the way it used to be, where they would license off the games to interested parties for the right amount and then give them a very long list of, well, you can't do this, you can't do that, you can't use this, you can't do that. And in many cases you get they basically get the name and a very loose scenario. And it wasn't just Uva Bull who had to, to deal with this. We saw this with Doom. We saw this with Wing Commander and on down the line so it'll be really really interesting to see where they are with that well i think that's going to do it for us this week folks thank you so much for listening and we'll be back next sunday with our more traditional show until then take care stay safe and have a great week ahead